Welcome back to the Sports and Entertainment Express podcast. It's episode 55 and a lot to cover in sports and entertainment as I am your host, Ryan Prasad. You can go listen to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, or other platforms as well. Remember to subscribe, share, and rate the podcast if you're done listening. And go follow on social media, Facebook, the Sports and Entertainment Express, Twitter, and Instagram have the same social media handle, which is at SE underscore express 20 or search up the sports and entertainment express let's get right into things here it's been a while to be honest since the last episode and there's so much happening that just keep on going and keeping up so let's start off with the nba and i had to think long and hard about this for the playoff predictions that i promised and in the western conference for the first round. I picked the Nuggets over the Timberwolves, the Suns over the Clippers, the Warriors over the Kings, and the Lakers over the Grizzlies. In the Eastern Conference, though, quarterfinals, I picked the Heat over the Bucks, thinking, you know what, maybe it's not uh, Milwaukee's time to shine. Maybe it's the Heat, and they've been red hot as of late. The Knicks over the Cavaliers, 76ers over the Nets, and the Celtics over the Hawks. As of now, the conference semifinals are going on, and I pick the Nuggets over the Suns in six games, the Warriors over the Lakers in seven games, and that one is crazy as I speak. And in the Eastern semifinals, I pick the Heat over the Knicks in six games and the Celtics over the 76ers in six games. So that means I have the Nuggets play against the Warriors, who I think will lose in game seven. Then in the Eastern Conference finals, I I pick the Celtics over the Heat in seven games. I just think Jason Tatum will be unstoppable against the Heat, but there's always Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's a machine! Oh yes, he is a machine, all right, in the playoffs, but I still think Jason Tatum will cool him down. I also think Tatum has the upper hand in the series, which means I believe the Boston Celtics will win the NBA championship in their rematch against the Golden State Warriors, who won the championship last year in 2022, and have the Celtics win their 18th championship in franchise history as a team whose last NBA championship was in 2008. Maybe it can happen. Maybe my picks could happen. Who knows? It'd be fascinating if it does actually happen. Let's get into the NFL now. So much happening in the NFL. Flacco intercepted. He tossed it right to Calitro down the sideline for the touchdown. But the growing concern of the sport is spiking up, especially in the States and here in Canada. Uh, Football Canada parted up with NFL Canada to support and grow the sport in this country. On Friday, May 5th, it was announced both sides reached a long-term deal where it will help grow the sport and the primary focus is on the young participation programs for boys and girls. Plus, coaching clients in Canada with the aim to grow female football. NFL Canada will also support Football Canada's youth flag football program to strengthen player pathways to international competition. Dave Thompson, 
Nanjing, director of NFL Canada, said, "Making our sport more accessible, with a focus on engaging and inspiring more young people to play the sport or to be part of it, is a key priority to us. They're doing this to bring in more opportunities and pathways for the game of football. This also helps football players in general, from the NFL and CFL, by giving." Players a chance to pursue the opportunity to play in either league. That's what I like about the NFL and the CFL. Yes, the NFL outshines the CFL. Sorry to say that we're Canadian Football League, but it's true. Even though the people, the support is there for the CFL, I'm one of them. But I'm just saying there are more NFL fans in Canada and especially in the States than vice versa. Uh, Now, Jim Mullen, who is the president of Football Canada, said the agreement will help strengthen the, the sport north of the border. And I I think that is true of what he said, and as I said before, it's a helping hand for both leagues. No doubt about it. Football players, all these players, the athletes, want to do what they want to do in pursuing their dreams and putting on the field, allowing other young players know that pursuing your dreams is a good thing. Talking about the NFL, you know, right now the NFL is in the offseason and everything like that, and it's a fascinating time. You see players being traded, players signed to teams that are maybe not going to maybe last long with their new team, maybe. Who knows? Okay, I'm just saying. But Cam Newton, who is a free agent quarterback, believes his dreadlocks have impacted his ability to play in the NFL. Think about that. Your hairstyle, your appearance impacts the ability to play in the NFL. Now, all of these athletes have certain style when they're preparing for the game mentally, but appearance is a whole new thing. Or maybe I shouldn't say it's a whole new thing, but where it shouldn't matter on or off the field or ice in any sport, Cam Newton has brought in a conversation I have never really thought of. Newton said, it's been hindered and I'm not changing. In an interview with Lucia Anderson, who works for CBS Sports, Cam started growing out his dreadlocks in the fall of 2018. In a video which is uploaded for anyone to see, um, where he went into detail about the spiritual reasons behind the hairstyle. And he told Anderson about people have hinted to me saying, Cam, we want you to go back to the 2015 clean cut Cam. And his response was, that was a different me. Right now where I am at, it's about embracing who I am. And that kind of gets me thinking, he's been at the Met Gala. So he's a, people would say, fashionista. He likes to keep up with the fashion. But this is not the first time I've heard about this, about the underappreciating the representation of yourself. Now, now Cam Newton has also asked about any NFL team signing him in the 2022 season when released, if his dreadlocks were the answer. But he said, there are other quarterbacks in the league that don't look like me, but they got long hair. That's not the reason why I'm not in the NFL. Now, there was one offer last year, which he turned down and ended up sitting out for the 2022 season, but said he is willing to join a team as a backup up to rejoin the NFL in 2023. This whole thing about appearance, why should it matter? Like, it shouldn't 
matter if the guy has long hair, short hair, they're bald, like who cares? And if they have a certain hairstyle they want to go towards because they're like, well, I want to represent and show my uniqueness of culture in the game I love. Uh, let's go do uh, some entertainment now. There's so much happening in entertainment. It is just crazy. Hollywood is known for its glitz and glamour, especially on the big screen, but also on TV shows too. Depends on which genre you look at. There is a festering dispute over how writers are compensated in the streaming era. And the leaders of the Writers Guild of America have gone on strike for the first time in 15 years. Now this strike is going across Los Angeles, New York, and other cities for over a year or for over a week after the union wasn't able to reach an agreement last minute on a three-year contract with major studios. The motion pictures and television producers said it offered generous increases in compensation for writers as well as improvements in the streaming residuals. Now, writers are seeking a large piece of streaming pie which has transformed the television business this strike could you know last weeks or months it is expected to halt much of tv and film production nationwide especially in southern california where most of the stuff is produced and filmed where prop houses caters florists and other heavily depend on the entertainment economy uh, the walkout they're doing is giving the losses to, to temporary jobs for crew members as many businesses are still attempting to recover for the effects of the pandemic this negotiation both sides are trying to get by the way things are happening before around march 20th and there were many in hollywood that believed it was inevitable because the two sides wga and the Alliance of Motion Picture and television producers, even though streaming has been a boon for television, it screwed, it screwed writers over big time on how they get compensated. Writers say they work long hours for less pay and can no longer rely on a steady stream income. This might shock you. The median weekly pay for writers slash producers declined 23% over the last decade. When adjusting to inflation but counting for inflation, writer pay declined 14% in the last five years, according to a WGA survey. In the 2007 strike, many people lost their jobs as the likes of set decorators, lighting technicians, and makeup artists who did not get their job back, and that resulted to them losing $772 million in wages for writers and production workers. Now, actor Rob Lowe joined the writer's strike outside Paramount Pictures in Los Angeles and says, as actors, we are only as good as the writing we get. I think it doesn't really dawn on the person on how hard all the people behind the scenes make it so easy. The work, the long hours they do just to earn a living in Hollywood isn't easy with the expenses it comes with. The housing is ridiculous. 
but imagine the way these people are. People have to get through every day. I mean, I would love to live in Los Angeles one day because maybe, because maybe in my head, it feels like La La Land. But the key issues here are how writers get paid for their shows, which often remains on streaming platforms, but also the future impact of artificial intelligence on writing, which is kind of crazy. Now, award-winning writer on the comedy drama series The Bear, Alex O'Keefe, says the minimum amount paid for workers by these studios created a situation to a huge underclass in Hollywood right now, but the creative output of this writing colleagues was better than ever, matching the demands of the streaming age, but half of them were struggling to stay in the profession, plus the new wave of creativity has progressed by young people of color. Creativity is important, especially in music, movies, and TV shows. The creativity is always displayed in some form, you like it or dislike it. Isn't, isn't it about the creativity and the human connection, especially diversity, as more stories are being told on the big screen or your TV at home? Now, there are many genres I can think of that don't really, you know, people are fond of, but they wouldn't want to go and watch it at a movie theater. And one of them I can think of is a uh, rom-com. It's funny, it's romantic. What else do you need? Now, without all of these, we would probably go insane. I mean, movies, TV shows, it brings us together, it builds communities, small communities in the way of interest, okay? And it's taken so long for people of color to be recognized for their stories and the acceptance for who they are as a person. And as of now, many celebrities and music artists are standing for what is right and knowing all these writers slash upcoming writers want to see a fair compensation because these writers are the ones who make everything come to life at the movie theaters or at our homes on our streaming platforms. Netflix, Amazon, HBO Max. It's all about the connection and it shouldn't be stripped away. But talking about, you know, dialing it back a bit, you can say, there's another industry in Hollywood that could be cutting back on. It's the music industry. You have probably heard of these budget cuts in streaming platforms, which means less revenue for music creators and rights holders. Now around the end of COVID-19 quarantine, the decrease in demand helped create some problems for the streaming business. To the existence, it created challenges for the video streaming business. Netflix, Disney, HBO Max had some damage done to them in 2022, where it also cut thousands of jobs. Amy Hartman, who is the creative services for film and TV music at Spirit Music Group, is wanting to emphasize budget-friendly moves with, with remixing classics but encouraging songwriters to create originals that can be licensed more affordably than familiar hits. That's one way we can make up loss of sync revenue. In the world we live in, there should be a separation for certain jobs that have technology. Fun facts here for you here on the podcast. Let's get right into the fun facts. The first fun fact is in game two in the 2000. 
three NHL playoffs between Vegas and the Edmonton Oilers. Forward Leon Drysaddle made history from his 12th goal of the playoffs, where it made him the second player to score eight or more goals through the first five road games in the postseason, joining Fred Cyclone Taylor, who achieved it back in 1918 with the Vancouver Millionaires. And also in, and second fun fact is, in 1904, baseball pitcher Cy Young pitches the first perfect game in modern baseball history as the Boston Americans beat the Philadelphia Athletics 3 zero. That's all the opinions and topics I got for you here on episode 55. And thank you for listening. Go check out the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcast or whichever platform you listen on. Remember to subscribe slash follow, share, and rate the podcast after you're done listening on any streaming platform and follow on all the social media accounts, Twitter and Instagram at SE underscore Express 20, but also Facebook, the Sports and Entertainment Express for more content and updates.